I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and today's episode, we are going to be discussing my journey to bettering my relationship with food, my body and exercise, and how I overcame my toxic relationship, my negative relationship, when that was very self-destructive and restrictive. Um, it was something that was requested, so I definitely want to discuss this. However, I do want to put a trigger warning out if you are currently overcoming or working on recovering from an eating disorder 
or you think that this might be something that is triggering to you, that is totally okay. I have so many other episodes that won't be triggering in any sort of capacity. So I hope you can listen to those instead. And I encourage you to check out of this episode. I won't be offended if this is something that would be triggering to you. However, I also do think that there could be some tidbits in here that could be helpful. So proceed forward with your precaution after my morning segments. However, do what you will. I really hope that this is helpful. I know it would have been helpful for me to hear, but we are all on our own journeys and I totally, totally respect that. And I apologize if there's any background noise. Usually this mic is pretty good and it doesn't pick it up, but I do have my washing machine going and this is currently the only time that I have to record this podcast. So we're just going to hope that it doesn't pick it up. I really don't think it is. And if you're listening to this and you're like, Alana, I don't hear anything. You're crazy. Well, then I guess my mic is fucking amazing because it's only picking up my voice and the the sound right in front of it opposed to behind it. Um, But anyways, it is currently 8 a.m. on a Friday morning. We are being a productive queen over here trying to make things work. There's always time to figure out when to do things. And so we are recording the episode I have been feeling really out of routine lately. I know last week I said my intention was to get back into routine of like cooking meals and my workouts and this week has definitely not been it. I worked out on Sunday. I did Barry's boot camp for the first time, which was absolutely incredible. To be honest, my chest is still sore. I got really eager and I picked up 20 pound and 25 pound weights because that's what I was doing at Sweat and Tonic. And a lot of those moves were also using leg strength to get it up for upper body. So that's what I got used to. And I was like, I'm a strong girl. I can go for my 20s. Like, I don't have to do like 10 and 15. I can do 20 and 25. And I'm very happy that I'm sore because that means I pushed myself. But like, I'm still sore and it's crazy. So I did berries on Sunday and then I did Jaybird on Saturday, on on Monday. And To be honest, I haven't worked out since. I'm planning to work out this evening. We'll see how that goes. But I'm just trying not to be too hard on myself. And I'll explain that more later in today's episode, how I got here. Obviously, I know I feel my best when I'm working out. And I'm starting to realize that this is definitely laziness over um, needing rest. But I also have been exhausted this week. So I'm just taking it day by day, knowing that this is only a moment in time and next week is a new week, tomorrow's a new day, and life is life. And my progress isn't going to be lost from being off my game for a little bit, and that is okay. And sometimes rest is needed, and sometimes this allows us to come back stronger and better than before. So that's just a little tidbit, but I did try berries for the first time. I have been so scared of berries for so long and my friend Oren like always tries to convince me to go and I was always like no like I can't do berries like that's absolutely terrifying like absolutely not but then Sam convinced me and so we went together and we ran together and honestly it was a great time we did a midday class on a Sunday so it wasn't super full and I'm gonna do that class again this coming Sunday And it was just great. I liked how there was a big running portion because then I got like my running fix. You know, I'm into my running 
And then we also did strength and I got to be challenged and pushed in strength. So overall, really like berries. I can see an addiction forming to going to berries classes. However, it is hella expensive. They have this promo for first time like users, sign uppers, participants. I don't know what you would call it. Um, where you can get three classes. Normally, it's $100 for the pack. But if you get a code, I think the code I used was IRL like the letter I-R-L, um, and it was $50 for three classes, and normally like one class is $34, so I think that's a pretty good bargain. Um, but if you are scared of berries, don't be. It's really not that scary. At least like the instructor I went to, I went to Cameron here in Toronto, and he was great, and I felt super confident the whole time. Like I knew what I was doing. I didn't feel too overwhelmed. And like, yes, I was dying a little bit in the weight section because I did not expect the weights to be that hard. But overall, great experience. 10 out of 10 would recommend again. And the bathroom in the facility is just stunning. This just turned into a whole rating of Barry's Bootcamp. And I'm sure half of you or 90% of you already knew what Barry's was. But I really like berries. Um, I would definitely say it's a new fave of mine. And, you know, I get obsessed with different workout studios. If you've been following me on socials for a while now, you know, I went through my Legree stage and my F45 stage and my Spinco stage. And I'm definitely now in my Sweat and Tonic, Ride, Jaybird, Othership, and now Berries era. Got a whole slew of things going on. But let's get into my weekly intention. My weekly intention is going to be the same as last week, honestly, since I, I'm going to say I kind of failed at doing it this week. But at the same time, I didn't really fail because, in the same way, I, in a different way, I created a different routine that was serving me this week. And so I just want to get into a good habit of making proper meals because that was something that was off this week. And I noticed how it made me feel. And it wasn't great. And so I just want to get back into like meal prepping for the week on Sunday, making a salad recipe for the week that I can add protein to, add different dressings, and then I can take that for lunch, use it for dinners, et cetera, throughout the week. So that's my goal. I know I'm also getting HelloFresh delivered to me on the 30th, thanks to my friend Jade, who happens to also work at HelloFresh. Um, so I'm going to have a few meals to play around with next week, which will be fun. And then I can keep the recipe cards to remake those recipes if I really like them. So weekly intention is get into routine with workouts. I noticed that this week when I was taking slow mornings, I actually really enjoyed it and not having to be rushed to shower after my workout as much as I also love how I feel getting a workout done, like running in the morning or like doing like Pilates or a class or something in the morning and then showering and going to work and everything. Like I feel super productive and energized with that. But sometimes it's really nice to have the complete opposite where I get up early and I take like the time to do my makeup and my hair and get ready and I'm super slow about my morning routine and kind of peaceful and I can go for a little walk and I can sit in the park and just enjoy the sun and just like be grounded and it's super calming. Um, and maybe I partially do that so that I can run into Sean, but it honestly, it has been really like relaxing this week and it's been a great way to start my day and it's been really refreshing. I have, wasn't able to do that today because it is raining outside and I need to record the pod. So here we are. So yeah, I think I want to do an alteration, alteration, alternate between 
morning and evening workouts moving forward. Like maybe through the work week, I want to do two to three morning workouts and then the rest like evening. And also not be like so hard on myself about feeling this need to work out six times a week because I felt like I realized that that was something I was becoming obsessed with and still felt a little bit guilty if I didn't get my six workouts in, even though I knew that wouldn't change anything. So it's moments like that where I still feel like I have fallbacks and that's totally okay. It's totally normal. We'll get more into that later, but I just want to get into a nice routine that feels good for me in this period of my life. Um, summer's around the corner slash kind of here and my lifestyle changes a bit in the summer. So just like finding a routine that's serving me best and will it look the same as my routine from the few months ago? Maybe a little bit, maybe it's a little different, but just like moving forward with ease and leading with intuition. And I guess that's also a little bit of my tip of the week. Like lean into your morning routine with intuition, like figure out what feels good for you in this time, in this period of your life. And it may look different than last week. It may look different from the day before. It may look different from the next day. Just like be intuitive with what your routine is and it will reward you and you will feel so much better and it will serve you so much better. Okay. Current favorites. Current faves. I'm obsessed I'm sorry if these repeat from last week, but these are just my current obsessions, so we got to talk about it. Current obsessions, iced oat milk lattes, love adding vanilla on the occasion, obsessed with that. It's just like on my iced coffee kick, and then I really love um, a good pastry right now. I'm really into an almond croissant or a chocolate sea salt cookie, so good. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall you can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week so there's always something delicious to discover with hellofresh it's truly a no-brainer it does all the shopping and meal planning for you ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Also been really loving getting gelato. If you're in Toronto or if you're visiting Toronto, there's this really cute, small, 
I believe it's a couple that runs it. If I'm remembering right, I spoke to the owner. She was so sweet. They make small batch vegan gelato. And then they also have flavors that are alcoholic. So they have um, like they have like an espresso martini or a pina colada. And you can also get drinks there. It's super cute. It's called On Third Thought. It's on Queen Street West. And it's just west of Bathurst. Um, I can't remember the exact intersection, but it's called On Third Thought. You can also buy like tubs of their ice cream, uh, sorry, gelato, and it's so good. And I've taken a few friends there and I haven't told them that it's vegan because it doesn't really say anywhere that it's vegan. And I'll tell them afterwards and they're like, holy shit, like what? And it's because it's oat milk and coconut milk base. So it's super creamy and gelato is typically lighter than ice cream. So you can't really tell that it's vegan and they have really good flavors even for like the non-alcohol ones. Um, I love the cookie dough. I love I, – there's like this vanilla strawberry which is actually incredible and I'm really not one to get like fruity ice cream flavors. Like I'm – the chocolate, the caramel, the fudge, the coffee, like those sort of flavors normally and I decided to try this one because the last time I went – like I got it the second time but the first time I went – Mitch got it and I tried a little bit of hers and it was incredible and so I had to get it the next time I went but all their flavors are incredible they change on a daily basis they're small batches made local so that's on third thought if you are in Toronto or the surrounding areas but I've been loving like summer treats and it's incredible like how I can just have these things like guilt-free and obviously again we'll go into that a little bit later in the episode um another current fave I just love baggy pants, like mid-rise, high-rise baggy pants, like the Ascendant pant from Aritzia. I really like my Ollie jeans from Princess Polly. You guys don't stop asking me what jeans I'm wearing when I'm wearing the Ollie jeans. I did order Good American um, Good 90 jeans, and I got the loose ones, and they're just like too loose for me, so I'm returning them. The package is actually sitting right beside me. It's just like not that big of a fan of them. I didn't love them enough to spend $200 on them. And I understand that $200 is a lot of jean, a lot on jeans and that's abnormal. But for someone who struggles so hard to find jeans that fit her waist, that feel good on the thighs and like I feel confident and hot in, like I was willing to spend the extra money in order to find a pair of jeans that did. And don't get me wrong, like they were cute, but they were just like I was not obsessed with them enough to spend $200 on them. So they're going back. I would say the only annoying thing is because I'm in Canada, I have to pay like $15 is being deducted to send them out, which is a little annoying, a little frustrating, but whatever, like $15 versus like wasting $200, not like rather the 15 over the 200, but I'm on the hunt to find the perfect jean. If you have any recommendations, um, let me know. For someone who is still petite, but definitely like curvier, carries more of her weight and like her butt and her thighs, um, but it has like a smaller waist, let me know what you recommend. I hate when jeans are like tight on my thighs. It's just, it's not comfortable and I don't feel cute. So if you have recommendations, please let me know in the DMs, either on the Morning Ray podcast Instagram or on my Instagram, Alana Bloomberg. And also speaking of Instagram, I've been noticing a lot of you guys, which is so exciting, are messaging me on Instagram saying like, I just found your Instagram from the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener first before following me on social, hello, like I'm just in awe. Like 
that is a new concept to me because I feel like I started on Instagram. So it's so interesting to me to find that you guys are finding me from the podcast, but that's so cool. Um, But let's move on from the current faves. Oh, before we move on from the current faves, speaking of jeans, I've heard really good things about the Curve Love collection from American Eagle, not American Eagle, sorry, Um, Abercrombie, (laughs) nothing against American Eagle, but Abercrombie. Um, So I definitely want to try those out, but I'm not entirely sure. I saw they also have really cute jean shorts. Jean shorts are also a whole other issue because otherwise like my whole butt is out of them most of the time. So I definitely want to try those. I had a pair of Goldie shorts that I splurged on and now they're they're too small on me and that's okay. Um, but yes, if you have any recommendations, please let me know. Let me know if, if you like the Abercrombie ones. Just let me know your vibe or what you recommend. I'm willing to spend a little bit more. Obviously, I would prefer to spend less if I can, but I'm willing to spend a little bit more and splurge on a pair of jeans if they're going to make me feel really good and really confident. Okay. Let's get into the bulk of the podcast. This is your sign to tune out if you think this topic will be a little triggering to you. Um, And I love you and I'm proud of you for being on your journey of recovery no matter where you are. Let's talk about my relationship with myself and kind of like my journey with health and fitness, if you will. I feel like I've spoken on this before, but obviously, It's been a while and there's quite a few new of you listeners and new followers and everything and our community, our family is growing. Just a little iced coffee ASMR moment. Also be proud I made my coffee at home. Audrey, if you're listening to this, I made it at home. (laughs) Okay. Also, I'm convinced my neighbors probably think I'm talking to someone or I'm going crazy because I'm recording my pod or I'm like vlogging or something because it's just me in here. Anyways, I digress. Okay, my relationship with myself. Growing up, I remember feeling fairly confident about myself. The only insecurities I remember having from a young age were my thighs and shorts. Like my thighs have always my thighs have always been like a sensitive area for me. It's something I've never felt super confident about. I used to hate how my thighs looked when I was sitting down. But overall, like I was pretty confident about my body. Like I would wear tight shirts and I would be comfortable wearing a bikini. And this continued into high school. And like obviously I had like the normal insecurities that a teenager has where I felt like I wasn't skinny enough or I, like I felt the need to be thinner or fitter, or have more defined abs or whatnot, especially in being a competitive dancer and always being in front of the mirror and always in crop tops and bra tops and whatnot can definitely get to you. But I would say overall, like I was pretty confident in my body. I had a really healthy relationship with food. I didn't eat the healthiest, but I didn't try to restrict or anything. Um, I remember in grade 12, I felt a little bit before prom, like the need to be really small or like it was more so a fear of like not fitting into my prom dress because I got a dress. It had a lot of cutouts, so it had a bit more like room and give to it, but it was a size zero and I I don't think I was necessarily a size zero, but it fit and I was like worried that it wasn't going to fit by the time prom came around. So I felt like maybe I was a little bit restrictive with eating in grade 12, but not like to the point where it consumed my life as it did later on um, 
after first year into second year of university. So that would be freshman into sophomore year for my Americans. So overall, I had a really good relationship with myself, with food, with my body and exercise. I danced. I never really worked out outside of dance. In the summer when I was off from dance, I didn't like work out instead. Um, Like I didn't feel this need or I didn't have any guilt about not working out or anything. I had never stepped foot into a gym until grade 12 and that was like sparingly. And then it was only really until like first year, freshman year of university that I like started going to the gym consistently because I was no longer dancing. But I would say my relationship with myself and my self-esteem towards body image started to go downhill in first year. I was highly anxious all the time and my coping mechanism was emotional eating. And so I started to put on quite a lot of weight and quite rapidly. And I went from being probably one of my lowest weights because I had been quite thin at the end of grade 12, if I'm being honest. I had lost weight on my grad trip, not entirely sure how to the point where I came home and like I was in sweats. My dad could tell from my face. Um, And it wasn't intentional. Like I was, I was eating, like I was probably eating the most on grad trip. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We were in Punta Cana and the weight, I think I was just like really stressed with prom and university and everything and like friend struggles. Like that's when I was like, if you listened to the episode about me and Corey, that's like when me and Corey were really going through it and my friend group like split up and it was definitely like a transitional period. So the weight like just kept coming off. And so I definitely went into first year being quite small. And then by the end of the first year, I was definitely like the heaviest I had ever been. I put around like 20, 25 pounds, which 
isn't that big of a number, but I'm also only five foot four. So it is quite a significant amount. And it wasn't really muscle. It was most definitely fat. And I felt really insecure. And I wasn't used to feeling that way in my skin. As I said, like I grew up feeling super confident and hot and like happy with my body for the most part. Um, obviously like you're never going to love yourself entirely. You're still going to like have like insecurities. And so this was like a foreign feeling to me. And so I was determined, like I woke up one day and I was like, I'm tired of feeling like shitty. And I also wasn't like treating my body the best. Like, yes, I started working out. And that's like also when I started my Instagram account when it was called Lanny Be Fit. And I started to like share my workouts and whatnot. But I was tired of like not like eating properly and binging or like overeating. I wouldn't necessarily say they were binges. They were definitely like just overeating, um, overindulging to points where it kind of made me feel sick, but I didn't feel like a loss of control. So I wouldn't say it was a binge. Obviously, I'm also not a doctor, so I don't know the specifics of like, I'm not going to self-diagnose myself. Um, But I was just like really tired of this feeling and so I decided to make a change. I spoke to a registered dietitian and she helped me like figure out like what was the best way to be eating and it wasn't like a diet plan or anything but just like incorporating more whole foods like focusing on um, like if instead of having like zero calorie sweeteners like just have the real thing but have it in moderation or like try to have like whole grains and stuff like that. And I think I started off honestly on a on a really good path and I was eating like whole healthy meals. I was still having like ice cream every night and I wasn't really restricting myself or anything. Obviously, like I was changing the way I was eating. So it might have felt like a change and difficult at first, but I wasn't restricting myself. Like I was still having carbs and everything, but that slowly started to change and I was doing BBG at the time. Um, I was working out three times a week and then going on, like going to the gym three or four times a week and then walking like long walks on the days where I wasn't going to the gym. And I feel like that was a really good amount of movement that I was doing. But I noticed that as like I started to lose the weight, which was like, I was losing it like in a like slow, steady path, like over the summer from like April until August. It wasn't that much weight that I was losing. I think that's like a healthy time to lose that amount of weight. It was around like 20, 25 pounds that I lost. Like I lost the weight I gained. Um, But again, I'm not a doctor. But I noticed like especially now looking back when I reflect on that, like I started to get like really like obsessive and restrictive over like what I was eating and I like became – almost orthorexic around like what I was eating. Like I started to get scared of different things and this like even progressed further in second year when I discovered food combining and like the whole Kenzie Burke era of food combining and all this stuff. And I got really obsessive with the idea of clean food. And after I had lost this weight and like going into second year, I was like really fearful of putting it back on. So I was scared to like not work out or to had pizza after going out with friends and like I wouldn't have the pizza and like I like made all like these like dietary restrictions in my head like I couldn't have dairy and at one point I was gluten-free even though I'm not like gluten sensitive or anything and like I made all these food rules and it was really consuming and 
I started to notice I was like cold all the time. And so like I started to like try to reverse diet. And that's like when I became friends with like Olivia Poling and, and like we I introduced her to reverse dieting, which is like when you're increasing your calories like through tracking macros, which was it worked out great for her, but it made me really obsessive with my fitness pal. And that was just like a whole thing in itself. But I think the things that really made me realize that I wouldn't lose my progress or magically gain back all this weight overnight was when I got sick the first time with mono and then when I was sick again with COVID um, and being forced to rest for an extended period of time. Like when I had mono, I was bedridden for two weeks and then I wasn't allowed to work out for I think up to two months, like I was only allowed to walk afterwards. And I really honestly wasn't even able to do much more than that because I was so fatigued. And those moments in my life where I was forced to rest and I wasn't allowed to work out and I didn't have the appetite to eat quote unquote healthy foods. I was literally just like craving my childhood favorites like chicken fingers and grilled cheese and pancakes and Eggo waffles and stuff like that. Those periods of time, as much as it was really shitty to feel that sick with mono and with COVID, the first time I had COVID, it hit me really, really bad. I was out of fever for two weeks and I'm like really sick for two weeks. Those periods of times made me realize that I won't lose my progress. I won't miraculously gain back all this weight that I've lost or like gain a bunch of weight, whether I had lost it previously or not, from not moving. It doesn't make me any less fit. It doesn't make me any less capable or credible in posting and sharing my healthy lifestyle online. And those really helped me become more comfortable with overcoming this need and fear of not moving a million minutes a day and burning a million calories in a workout a day and that it's okay to take rest days and that it's actually good to take rest days and that your body needs rest and that it's okay if you're not eating this perfectly healthy quote-unquote clean diet 24-7, that the 80-20% really is applicable and that it's okay if sometimes it's more than 20%, like if you're on vacation or you're celebrating like a milestone or your birthday. Like it's okay. Like life comes in waves. Your relationships with yourself come in waves. And sometimes you're going to be like on this really like consistent routine of working out and eating like really good balanced meals. And sometimes you're going to be a little bit less consistent with working out and less into eating this like whole meal thing. And that's totally okay and life is worth living and we shouldn't let exercise and eating quote-unquote clean or healthy foods 24-7 dictate the events of our life. It's okay to experience life. It's okay to let go. But obviously like there's balance in that and it's going to take trial and error to figure out what that balance looks like for you. I want to give you some tangible tips of – like steps that I took to better my relationship with food, exercise, and my body. And obviously, it wasn't like this super linear process. It's been something I've been working on for years now since I damaged my relationship with food, body, and exercise. And I want to say it started in 
2020 when I wanted to better myself because when I say I have done everything, I've done everything. That's not good for you. I have overexerted myself and exercised by doing HIIT workouts six, seven days a week. At one point, I was doing F45 like every single day and like it got to a point where like my body was just like giving out on me. I tried every single fad diet. I'm not going to list them because I don't want you to know them, but I've literally done every single fad diet possible. And I'm telling you right now, if you are thinking about doing anything you find on Pinterest, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, some random old health book or maybe new health book that you're reading or some magazine, do people even still read magazines? It is not worth it. These fad diets don't work. They do not work. Lifestyle changes do. Slow and steady wins the race, but these fad diets do not work. And if you want to count your macros and weigh your food and count your calories and whatnot, go for it. But I really don't think it's a healthy mindset. And you can tell yourself you're not obsessed, but I'm really sorry. You really are. And it is not normal to weigh out your food. Food is fuel and we should not be measuring it by the gram. I understand that like weightlifting and bodybuilding and like these bodybuilding competitions are a sport, but it's not something you should be doing. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 360 is it 360 yeah 365 days a year it is not healthy you are gonna get obsessed even if you think you aren't and that is just my take on it I don't think there's any healthy connection to using my fitness pal or any sort of similar application if you want to use a tracker I would say the only thing I would recommend but still I would advise I would go to your medical professional first, is maybe Weight Watchers, maybe. And that depends on where you are in your journey and what your goals are. And it's also – I'm not saying that you can't lose weight or can't not want to lose weight, but just be aware of your approach to it and there's no need to 
count obsessively and to measure obsessively. Like it's just not worth it and it's not worth it to worsen your relationship with yourself, food, body, exercise, etc. Okay. So the steps I took to better my relationship. I think honestly, like I'm not going to tell you to get sick, but encourage yourself to take days off from the gym, from moving, and to really navigate what your your mindset and your thought processes are on those days off. Maybe you need a journal and vent out those feelings. Like maybe you feel guilty at first. Why do you feel guilty? What is this guilt surrounding? Journaling is incredible and you can even go to therapy and discuss this in therapy. And so encourage yourself to take rest days and be comfortable with taking those rest days. Also encourage yourself to have your fear foods. I'm 110% that if you're listening to this episode and it's because you've struggled or you are struggling, it's because you, you definitely have fear foods. So challenge yourself by having those fear foods. Food is food. And the moment you take it off of that pedestal, that it's only okay on certain occasions, the sooner you will feel like you have the you'll sooner you will feel like there's no longer this scarcity mindset. I heard this on the What We Said podcast, and I'm pretty sure it was, it was Chelsea that said this. The reason why we put like these foods on a pedestal is like because we feel like we're not worthy of them or that they and this is not like a quote by quote, this is definitely paraphrasing. And like I listened to this episode a million years ago. It is so easy for us to put food on a pedestal like ice cream or bread or pasta or like these like foods that are deemed as bad in society on this pedestal because we're only supposed to have them on special occasions or in small quantities. And that puts us in a scarcity mindset. And when we're in a scarcity mindset, we feel restricted and it makes us only want it more. But if we think in abundance, that we always can have these things. We always have access to them. There's no limit on how much we can have. We can have whatever we want. We actually might want them less. We might actually only want them when we truly want them and we'll eat the amount that leaves us feeling satisfied opposed to overfull or that we've overindulged. So encouraging myself to switch to an abundance mindset around food really helped me get past this like need to like overconsume my fear foods, like it used to be granola and ice cream and um, chips and different things like sweets or foods that were quote unquote deemed as unhealthy. That really helped me overcome like this need and this fear of the food. So abundance mindset over scarcity mindset. I also encourage you to go through who you're following on social media. And if you're not there to unfollow, you can mute them. But I encourage you to unfollow the accounts that are leading you to have this negative relationship with food, body, and exercise. And this is not offensive to that person. They're just not serving you right now. And the same thing with the people in your life. Surround yourself with people in your life who have healthy relationships with their food, body, and fitness. And it is a game changer. As soon as I started to do that, It really helped me and encouraged me and motivated me to start to build that relationship with myself. And the sooner that you're no longer surrounded by people that are always chatting about like losing weight and this diet that they're on and that and whatever, it really helps you start to move towards recovering and 
bettering your relationship with yourself, food, and fitness. Um, Those are like the steps I can really think of. But I also want to say really encouraging yourself to practice challenging any negative thoughts that come forward, but with a counteracting positive thought. So say you put on a pair of jeans and they're too tight and you're like, oh, I just want to fit into these jeans. I need to lose like five pounds to fit into these jeans. Well, no, you don't need to lose five pounds to fit into these jeans. Clothes aren't meant you're not supposed to fit into clothes. Clothes are supposed to fit you. They're supposed to be shaped to you. And you can go and buy new jeans. Like I'm buying new jeans because I don't like how the jeans that are in my closet fit me. So we can go and get a new pair of jeans. We can wear a different pair of pants. If buying new jeans isn't in the favor, we can try a different pair of pants. And maybe you don't have, you're not able to afford to buy a million new pairs of pants every single time they don't fit you. I mean, I'm not. But maybe you buy one pair and those are your pair of pants and that's okay. Now, I want to talk about how I realized I had a negative relationship with food exercise in my body and it's going to be something different for everyone. But my realization was when I just like felt so consumed by what I was eating, like it was the only thing that was on my mind. I felt like I was constantly body checking in the mirror, like looking at myself, like making sure like my stomach was flat enough to my leggings or my abs were defined enough or like my thighs were like skinny enough. Um, Multiple times throughout the day, like anytime I passed through a mirror, I felt overconsumed by exercise. Like I felt that I always had to work out and if I didn't work out, then I'd lose all my process or I felt super guilty that day for not working out. And on days I didn't work out, I felt like I had to restrict my food in order to compensate for not working out and burning those extra calories. Um, When I was super obsessed with my Apple Watch and closing my rings like my goals used to be so high. Like I think my move was set to 800. I lowered it to 200 because I know that on a day, unless like I'm sick and like not moving, like I will still close the rings. Like I know for me, I just want to close my rings and it doesn't matter what the number is. Like the number could be a hundred or it could be a thousand. And just as long as like my ring closed, like I'm happy, but I also know that it's not the end of the world. If my rings aren't closed, like I'm not going to die. Like nothing's going to change if my rings aren't closed. But I honestly get asked a lot, like, why are your rings like set so low? Like I have it set at 200 for move, 30 um, minutes of exercise, because I do believe that you should be getting at least 30 minutes of movement, even if it's just walking a day. And my stand hours is only at six because it used to stress me out that it was at 12. And I know it doesn't like always track it accurately, but like I just like lowered it. And that has honestly bettered my relationship with my Apple Watch and exercise. And I also don't have my rings on like the home screen because I found that I was always looking down at my watch. I noticed this when I was like working at Lulu and I was on the floor. I would always look down to see like where I was on my rings and like how many calories I had burned and how many steps I had. So I took that off of my homepage on my Apple Watch. It's now just a watch screen. It's like an analog clock. Um... And it's like an actual watch, which is kind of crazy. Like my Apple Watch is just a watch. And yes, I track my workouts. And yes, I still check my exercise rings, but I'm not checking them multiple times a day. And I've noticed like now 
I sometimes even like forget to even look at them. And that is on growth. But I realized like everything was just like over consuming me. I felt a lot of guilt. I felt negatively towards myself or like whenever I didn't exercise and I was just like really tired of this and I was tired of like being consumed by what I was eating and all this. And obviously it wasn't something that happened overnight and like I was like automatically okay. It was definitely like a work in progress. But that was like the moment in time where I had this realization and I also noticed I was friends with some girls at the time that had really good relationships with food and the way that they spoke about themselves and food and exercise around me was honestly really motivating and inspirational to me and it was something I wanted to work towards. So that was like when I had my realization and then I took the steps and clearly you still have downfalls. Like there's still days where I – fall back into a negative mindset and I'm like, oh, I should do this or like I want to lose weight or blah, 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 blah. And that is okay, but now I have the skills to be able to work through it and that just makes me human. It makes me human. We are known to compare ourselves to ourselves, our past selves, other people, what we see online, whether it be real or fake, whatever we see in the media. And that is okay. And I want you all to know that you are not alone in this and that I'm always here for you. And if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. But I always advise that you speak to a medical professional, open up to your parents, your siblings, your support system about this, and try to get medical help, especially if it is at an extreme point. I would say I was never insanely bad. Like, I was never like, too too small but I definitely was small um but I hope this episode helped you in any which way I hope there's some tangible takeaways and if you're working on recovering and you're still listening to this I'm so proud of you and you've got this and it is a long journey it's an ever going journey but it's a journey that's worth it and you will thank yourself later for it but this episode is getting a little lengthy I'm kind of impressed with myself that I was able to talk for 40 minutes. So I'm going to check on out of this episode. But if you loved this episode, I would love if you left a rating on Spotify or a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as that's how you can help support the pod. That is like the ultimate way of supporting the pod and subscribing. Um, Of course, only do it if you want to. I'm not forcing you. I'm not holding you to it, but I would really appreciate it. And I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.